So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning, 12-Hour Broker Podcast. West Coast Wiley here. Maisie in the house. Mac, not so much. He's impossible to get out of the truck later on. So we just said, hey, I don't think you need to come every morning on the podcast cruise. Uh, Okay, let's get into it. So what we're doing this morning is, I think we're going to do a couple of these. So I get a lot of questions, um, which is freaking awesome. Keep sending me questions. I prefer, if you're in the 10 Loans Academy, you can put them in our private Facebook group and tag me and you get priority. If you're not in the Academy, but you have a question for me, or there's a topic you want me to cover on the podcast, please shoot me a Facebook messenger. I can't get back to everybody. I get quite a a bit of them. Um, But what I am doing is I'm saving up the questions. And so um, I've got probably a couple podcasts in a row here where we're just going to hammer out some questions, questions from listeners. Um, So let me get into it. Uh, I've got one, two, three, I've got four, I've got five questions we're going to do today. So before I get into that, this podcast is brought to you by Americano. Oh, hot Americano. It's a new sponsorship. Very hot Americano. Okay. Question one. I'm sort of paraphrasing here. Um, Are you planning on doing any live events like Dustin Woodhouse? Um, So for those of you who don't know, Dustin Woodhouse, uh, big trainer. He's the president of one of the networks in in the country. And uh, he does a live training, I believe, in January's maybe. It's a one or two day event. I think it's maybe 500 bucks and they go over, basically covers what's in his books. Um, if you haven't listened to the books they're, or read the books, they're awesome. Highly recommend it. Take certain things out of it that resonate with you because there's going to be stuff that's just out in left field to you potentially. Um, I've read the books. I've pulled out things that resonate with me and they've helped my business. Um, so this, his live thing is much like, the, he just walks through the books essentially. Um, so if you've read the books, I'm not sure it's a live event if there's, but that's not what we're getting into. Am I going to do those? Uh, Yeah, it's funny you say this, have this question. We've talked about it on the team. Um, I think we're going to be doing something. I don't know what, but there'll be a live event, but it'll probably be over Zoom, much like like flying in somewhere and getting a a room and getting people. That's a big, big production. Getting it set up on Zoom when we do, mine wouldn't be a couple-day thing. Mine would be a one-day thing, and I'd bring in a couple guests and would make it just extremely valuable for you. Um, so yeah, it's something that we're looking at doing in the new year. Um, so please stay posted. I'll let you know in this podcast, too. you'll be given a lot of notice. Okay. But I would only do it if it's something that I'm comfortable. Like I know that you show up, you pay your hard earned money and you're going to walk away with like a huge wow factor. So there'd be a lot of work on our end to put into it. So it's coming. I just don't know when. Okay. Um, but, but, okay. Another second question. Hey, Ryan, uh, I have so many projects on my plate, my business. I feel like I'm not getting ahead. How do I pick just one? Um, okay. So I hear this quite a bit 
And if you're like the average mortgage broker, you have this ever growing to-do list. And on it is big, big stuff with like, call my clients, you know, send out my Christmas cards, um, fix my client journey, um, pick my CRM, get my database up. Like there's like just this on, get my graphics done, get a new logo, update my email signature, um, train the team better, build training videos, fire someone from the team, uh, learn to do B deals now. Uh, like there's just like this ongoing list that's just, and it just keeps growing every day. And then especially now, see back in the day, we didn't have all the distractions because there wasn't all the different training. There wasn't all the different Facebook groups. It was literally, there was one model and the model was go find realtors, just go get realtors, become good friends with them, be there for them, kill them with kindness, get them to like you, awesome communication, and then slowly just build your business up and then database market to your clients. Cause if you could database market to your clients 10 years ago, you were way ahead of the curve. Um, so there was a simple model because there were no less, there were a lot less shiny objects. Call people, pick up the phone. Right now, there's so many different things. And everywhere you turn, someone's got some new angle on something. And you're in all these Facebook groups and you're looking what other people are doing and you're looking out, checking out social media. And probably 98% of us feel like our social media game should be better but don't know how to get there. And then out of that 98% half don't even want to do it, but they still know there's business there, but they don't want to do it because they don't like social media. Um, and that's like an age thing. Ah, I don't like it. It's, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I get it. So to answer your question, <clears throat> first off, I feel for you because yeah, shiny object syndrome, it's a real thing. You get going on something and then you pull back because you don't get instant results when I mean instant, I mean you do it for three months and you don't get results, so you stop. Or you do it 50% and then you start another thing and you do that 25% and you start another thing and you do that 25% and now you've got nothing done. You've got all these ongoing projects that still need some love. So I, I, had, a conversa- I had two conversations this last week with brokers who reached out to me and they wanted some guidance. And they're like, hey, Ryan, what do you think of this idea? And one of them is a guy I've known for a while. Mad respect for him. I know you're listening to this, so you'll, hey, you're on the podcast. Um, I won't use names, though. I don't do that. Uh, but he's he's doing well, right? He's doing he's doing well. He's like coming along. His business is steadily growing, and he does things the right way. My favorite thing about him is he executes. He takes an idea here, and he executes it, like as quick as humanly possible. He doesn't talk himself out of it. He actually does it. So he has this new idea on, I won't say exactly what the idea was, um, in case you actually end up doing it, but it was a cool idea and it's how to go get realtors, but it was a complicated idea. It came with some cost, uh, like a chunk of change, I don't know, three, four, five grand when it's all said and done. It also came with some ongoing support issues. It was a tech play. It also came with you go build this thing and thinking realtors are going to love it. And how do you even know if they're going to like it? And so we just boiled it down. Like, well, are you doing, you've heard me talk about this, are you doing your four slide presentations, which means reaching out to realtors and doing a listing presentation on them? Are you doing that? He's like, yeah, I've done 72, I believe he said, in the last 60 days. 
I'm like, is it working? He's like, yeah, it's working. I'm getting traction and it's working. I said, why don't you just keep doing that? He's like, yeah, no, you're right. I'm like, this other thing you're doing sounds great, but much like the webinars, the automated webinars I set up for realtors with a custom URL, and there's so much back and forth. You get the realtor to buy in, you're breaking down their mindset. They're too concerned with fonts and logos. And I need my brand to be this. And what are you going to say here? And what are you going to say there? These are on doing a webinar with the realtor. Um, same with him. You're doing the four slides. They're working. Now you just got to get them into your workflow and then showcase your process. If your process is awesome, let that be the start of the show. Have kick-ass communication. Show them your budgets. Hit them with the, the follow-up videos every Friday. Text them the following Monday or Wednesday, following up whoever opened up. And just keep doing that and filling the funnel up front with the four slides to then market to them ongoing. Like, you will win. That is a business model that cannot break and will always do well. And so we have a tendency to think sometimes, hey, it's too easy. And then B, we don't have a long enough time frame to be judging our success on. And so you could do that. Like if you're in this for 10 years and you do those simple basic things over and over and over and over again, it's a model that a lot of top producers do and crush it. And they're not out doing this shiny object, fancy thing because they just go back to basics and do this. Hey, think about it. If you just did 10 of them a month, 10, four slides a month and build up your database and you have a database of just realtors, and you're sending out your follow-up video, which is every Friday, one video that goes out to your entire data, your realtor list, and it's something of value to them or their clients. And then you track who watches the video, and then you text them on Monday or Wednesday, and you go, hey, I hope you're enjoying my content. Do you have any other videos, any ideas for other videos you think your clients could benefit from? And through a text. And then they give you ideas. You have conversations. Eventually, you win. And if you just did that 10 a month, for the next three years, you have a massive business, but a lot of us don't. We start, and then it gets hard, or you don't get, right? Calling people, <clears throat> getting them on the phone for four slides is hard. <coughs> Excuse me. A lot of us want to hide behind email. I'm just going to send emails. I'm just going to send email, not even video. I'm just going to send emails like, oh, God. Like, I get emails. I know we all do. From people trying to sell you stuff, I'm like, I just delete, 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 no effort. You can tell that, like, this is just so spammy. Delete, delete, delete. You made me a video. You sent me a video. And it was like, hey, and then every week I'm getting a video, and it's something that helps me as a mortgage broker or my clients. And you just keep doing that, and you follow up those texts, and you gave me a four-slide presentation where you presented why I should work with you, like why, what the benefits to me are. I'm You're, you're doing stuff. 99% of other people aren't doing, you're standing out. And eventually, you're gonna, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Eventually, I'm going to. 1,000%, I'm going to give you an opportunity somehow, some way. So just keep doing that. So we have all these things on your plate. And I think lead gen is the big, big, big thing right now. So to answer that question, what do I do? I always go to what's my number one problem. For majority of us, it's lead generation. I go, how do I solve lead generation? I put a simple thing, process in place that I can do every day because that's the most important thing in my business. It's the most important problem in my business is lead gen. So every day I do it and it's boring and it sucks and I don't like it. But guess what? Building a big company sucks sometimes. There's no way to sugarcoat it. It's boring. Boring, boring, boring. 
But the fact that you're going to keep slugging away doing that and be smart about it, right? Don't do the emails. Make sure there's video in there, right? There's video and you're hitting them with a different angle. And I love the four slide presentation. And so just keep doing the boring, boring, boring things that probably already worked for you. So keep doing it. Double down on it. Triple down on it. So there you go. That's my how do you decide what to do? Um, go back to that question. Just open my phone up. Projects on my plate. How do I pick? Well, first I pick the one that's the biggest problem. So to simplify this, nothing is the same amount of problem. Like there, we have all these problems in our business. It's either lead gen, we have a system process, we have a team problem, we have a mindset. Typically one of your problems falls into one of those four. And right now I'm guessing lead gen is the biggest problem. Bigger than if your checklists are right. Bigger than if you understand lender guidelines. Bigger than if your client journey is dialed in. Bigger than if you understand how to even structure a deal. Bigger than, like, lead gen is king. Right? So I always go, what's my biggest problem there? Lead gen. Okay, now I'm going to put in something daily to attack the lead gen and make that the first thing I do, number one priority. It's more important than meetings. It's more important than anything else I'm doing. Lead gen, lead gen, lead gen. But I'm going to put in a simple thing, and I'm just going to keep doing it every day or every week, every month, every year. It's going to keep doing it. So if you commit to that, you'll win. It's like working out. You don't need the fancy new diet. Right? It's the same thing. Get your macros in place. If you're looking to cut, it's just like weight. You need to lose 30 pounds or whatever. Like get your macros less calories in, burn more calories out. You're in your calorie deficient for three to 500 a day. You'll lose weight no matter what you eat. You could eat Twizzlers. There's other things that will come out of that that might not be so good, but you could literally eat Twizzlers. As long as you get your protein and your macros in. You know, you weigh 150 pounds, get 150 pounds of protein. And now everything else, you can just eat whatever, and you will literally, there's no way you cannot lose weight. It's such a, but we, we dance around that topic and we bring all these fancy diets in place that aren't sustainable for the long term. And we create this billion, multi-billion dollar industry, trillion dollar industry. Whereas if you just go back to basics of that, you do that every day and you show up to the gym and you do your cardio and whatever, and you just dial in your diet, which is 95% of it, you win, you lose weight. You don't have to do cardio to lose weight. Ding dong, just letting everyone know that. You don't have to. Take in 1,500 calories, burn 1,900. You'll lose weight every day. Every day you'll lose weight. So same concept with your mortgage business. Simplify it. Go back to the basics. Find the number one problem. Put a simple process in place every day that you can do, and then shut your brain off when you're doing it. Right? Don't overthink it. Don't get fancy. Don't talk yourself out of it. Don't go, well, Johnny over there is doing this and doing that, and I'm going to try that now. It's like, no. Be best at that simple thing, and you'll win. You'll beat out all your competition. And in this instance, I'm just talking about brokers because they're the only ones going after realtors. Banks typically aren't, really. I'm saying you will be ahead of other brokers going after realtors if, you, if that's what we're talking about. Okay, long answer on that one. I just think that's a big thing. That's, you'll see that's going to be a big focus of mine in the new year. It's helping people simplify their business. Um, and a lot of it's just like, Getting your process simplified, like where you're spending your time simplified, your lead gen. I have a couple basic free lead gen systems, and I'm just saying they're systems, makes it sound better, but lead gen 
tasks to do every day that if you do those, you'll win. But people don't want to do them. That's the thing. They'd rather go pay X amount for this other thing because they think that's flashier. And then the person who's grinding away doing these simple things every day in their business wins. Americano break. We're going to have to drive. It's getting late. That was a long answer on that one. So we're going to have to drive as we go. Come on there, Paco. That's what I call people who don't drive how I want them to drive. <laughs> um, okay, so there you go. Hopefully that helps. We're going to have a lot more language around that one. Um, let's go to the third question here. Should I start doing webinars? If so, which ones and how? That's a open. That's a big question. Should I start doing webinars? Yes. There. Big question. Small answer. Yes, you should. If so, which ones? I don't know. Which ones do you, what type of avatars do you want to work with? Do you like working with credit repair individuals? Do you like working with B clients? Could be bank said no. Do you like working with first-time homebuyers? Okay. Eight rookie mistakes most first-time homebuyers make. Do you like working with qualified first-time homebuyers? Seven rookie mistakes most teachers make or most healthcare professionals make when buying their first home. There, now you're even more dialed in. Um, do you like working on refinances? Okay. How to improve family's cash flow by $1,000 a month. Do you like working on investors, right? How to buy your first investment property. How to, how to be mortgage-free in 10 years. Um, buy an investment property, hold on to it for 10 years, 3% of your appreciation, sell up the capital gains, and pay off your principal residence, your mortgage-free. Or you can take your 30-year mortgage that you want to take now, or you can take a 10-year or 15-year mortgage with me. Um, so, yeah, which ones to do? Well, I always reverse engineer, go what type of clients do I like working with, and then build a webinar around that. So I'm just going to tell you here, it's one thing to build a webinar. There's two problems. So a webinar is a conversion tool. Okay, people spend time and energy with you and hopefully they come out of it and now they're like, hey, I like this person. I trust them. I want to talk to them. So they jump on a call. It's a conversion tool. It gets people in and you convert them into a phone call. You're not going to convert them into an application. That's just not going to happen. Set those expectations right now. You're going to convert them into a phone call, which will then be an application, right? So, but that's just one. One is getting the conversion tool down. Then number two, which is arguably a bigger problem you would have, is the traffic. How do you get people to watch the webinar, right? So I've got some ideas around it, and I think once you have a webinar that's appealing to realtors, I keep going back to realtors because here's the thing. There's so many referral partners out there, right? You've got realtors, financial planners, lawyer, blah, 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 blah. The cream of the crop the number one referral partner you want to work with, and some of you are going to be like, I hate working with realtors. Okay, that's fine. I'm talking the majority of you who are going to build a nice business are going to build it around realtors. Just so happened, they're, they're, I call them the blue chip. Blue chip stock, right? You've got Apple, Google, Tesla. They're realtors. If I want to go down into financial advisors, and I want to go down accounts, and like, they're not as valuable to me as realtors. On a whole, if I have a hundred of realtors, good producing ones, and a hundred of the other ones, realtors, in my opinion, are the best. They're the blue chip. So I'm only that's why I'm only talking about them. You can put your own spin if it's realtor or accounts, sure. 
So if your avatar, I find out who has a list of my avatar and that's who I'm going to market to. Right? If you've got credit challenge people, B clients, self-employed individuals, can't, that might be an account. So your, your webinar might be going towards an account. Realtors might not have, like, they're like, well, I'm going to help you get refinances. Like, uh, improve cash flow doesn't really help me. Um, so, A, you got to figure out who your avatar is, who has a list of your avatar, and who's already built up trust with them, and then you build your webinar towards them. Um, but then you're going to have a traffic issue down the road. Traffic issue is like, hey, I got my webinar. Now what do I do? So I'd prefer you go and you sell the idea of the webinar to your referral partner that you're targeting or even pay Facebook ads and have it come in and you have your webinar starting in three weeks or whatever and then go build the webinar once you have people interested. Right? Don't go build it first. Go build a list. Always go build the list. That might seem scary, but I'll tell you this. You'll put your your feet to the fire on building the webinar. You won't be like, ah, I don't want to. You'll be like, oh, shit, I've got a live webinar with 33 people registered starting in three days. I better build my webinar and practice it. Some things happen when urgency comes in. Okay, we'll go deeper on the webinar topic. Last one. Jeez, these are big questions. <laughs> They're like, each one could be like their own podcast. So I'll try to answer this one quicker. Um, how do I know the split with my brokerage is good? Uh, there's so many things that go into a split at a brokerage. I'm not just going to go, Hey, you're doing 25 mil. You should be 80, 20 with a $150 a month fee. Like you just can't do that because I don't know the amount of support you're getting. I don't know the amount of if you're underwriting fulfillment help. I don't know if your mentor's there, you know, answering phone calls and texts and, uh, late at night or not. Like, I don't know. Well, I don't know the dynamic, how long you've been there. I don't know if they've helped to get to where your spot is now. And now it's time for them to make some money in the deal because they busted their ass. Uh, I don't know, like, what type of business you do. There's so many things that factor in. I don't know if you're getting top volume bonus at places. I don't know if you're submitting directly. I don't know if you're getting part of the efficiency bonuses. I don't know if you're getting part of the points that get done with every deal. Like with MCAP, they get points for every deal that you can buy appraisals or pay for courses and stuff or buy rates down. So there's so many things that go into it. If you genuinely feel like you're being taken advantage of, then I suggest you Facebook message me and we can take the conversation offline. I'll give you an honest second opinion. But I have to ask you like 10 questions first, right? And then after I answer, you answer those 10 questions, then I'll give you my opinion. I'll always give you my honest opinion. Right. So that's what I suggest to do because it's, it's, that's a big, big question. Okay. If you don't have access to the underwriters, there's a problem. If you don't know what your volume bonuses are with each lender, that's a problem. These are some red flags for me. Okay. That's all I'm saying. If you don't know your volume bonus or if you don't get volume bonus, red flag, you might've agreed to it already. If you signed a contract and there's a penalty for you to leave, that's a red flag. That is, that's a red flag. Um, if you don't have access to the lenders, like if you don't have access to the actual underwriter, you have to submit in through somebody, that's a red flag to me. Okay, so there's just a couple red flags. There's, geez, so many more. Um, and if you don't own your data, so if you're being forced to use their email address, red flag, 
and if you don't own your data. So if you decide to leave and you can't take your clients with you and all your data and extract and just extract it out of Phylogix or Velocity or Finmore or wherever, and you own it, like if it's very clear, if you ask that question and they dance around the topic, that's a red flag. Or if they tell you, no, we own it, that's a red flag. Okay, so there you go. Um, that's as deep as I can get on that without knowing more. So message me if you feel like you're, there's red flags or you're being taken advantage of. And I'll give you a second opinion. Okay, that's it, kids. Got to go. Um, five texts a day. One of those basic boring things that actually works. Um, peace out. Enjoy your week. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.